ஹாய் வெல்கம் டு அனதர் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் த லாட்ஸ் டிலைட் டுடேஸ் டாபிக் இஸ் லைஃப் லாங் பேட்டில் வாட் ஐ மீன் இஸ் எஸ் வி கம் டு கிரைஸ்ட் அண்ட் வி கெட் சேவ்ட் ரைட் பட் இஃப் வி டோன்ட் லிவ் இன் ஹிம் டெய்லி வித் லைக் அ கனெக்ஷன் ஆஃப் ரீடிங் த பைபிள் ஹேவிங் ப்ரேயர் ஹேவிங் ஃபெல்லோஷிப் வித் த பீப்புள் அண்ட் இஃப் யூ ஆர் நாட் ரூட்டட் and allow him to work in our hearts to change us in the journey of walking with god the risk always exists of us walking away from him and it might be so subtle you know we'll think how will i do that how will i ever leave or betray my god it happens and we are going to see examples from the bible but i do want to point out that it is almost always the result of the choices we make or how we respond to things it doesn't matter how close you were with god in the past it doesn't matter like you have this great giftings and all these blessings sometimes the blessings themselves can turn you away from god if you start to focus on your blessings and keeping them with you forgetting the fact that like job said god gave and he takes it praise the lord like you know having that context not being grabby with your blessing and making sure or manipulating your way to keeping them all the first person i want to talk about is solomon if you read first kings 11 it starts out talking about how solomon loved many foreign women it talks about his he might have done it to expand his kingdom but then which means he really didn't trust god who promised david and his heirs the generations about who would sit on the throne and if you go to verse 9 it says the lord became angry with solomon because his heart had turned away from the lord the god of israel who had appeared to him twice god appeared in person to solomon twice and he pleased god like in what he asked so god gave him even things that he didn't ask he just asked for wisdom to rule over israel and god gave him riches and honor and peace on all sides which he never asked and this is the solomon who built the temple for god and the wise man who ruled and all these people came and like you know they wit- they were witnesses to this great wisdom that god had given such a person it says that lord became angry because that guy's heart had turned away from god if it can happen to solomon it can happen to you and me this is why we need to guard our heart he's he fell away because of his love for women and guess what in old age they turned his heart to follow other gods and he wanted to please them more than he wanted to please god it says although he had forbidden solomon to follow other gods solomon did not keep the lord's command so this is what the lord says to solomon since this is your attitude and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees which i commanded you 
I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Nevertheless, for the sake of David, your father, I will not do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David, my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. And this, see how does Solomon respond? There is no thing of, I am sorry, Lord, let me not do this again. Compare it to his father's response when David committed adultery with Bathsheba and Nathan, God used prophet Nathan to confront him. What happened? How did David respond? Like, you know, that heart of remorse and like going to God for like, you know, repentance. Here, it's not even a prophet. God is telling this to Solomon directly. And we see no response. It might seem, how can this be? But when a heart hardens, we could easily be in that position. And this is not like son, one day Solomon woke up and it was like this. No, his choice repeatedly to marry these so many women and building all these altars for foreign gods to please them. It took probably a lot of time period for it to get here. And Solomon let that happen. And even when confronted by God himself, the response is like there is no response. That's a scary place, but this is what happens when we want God, but when we also want to have our desires or to fulfill what God has promised in our own way, which is not a good thing at all. That is when we end up in places like these, walking away from God, not even realizing that. In his old age, he fell away from God. Isn't that a scary thing? But it's also a wake-up call for you and me that however close you are to God, how many encounters you have had with Him, on a daily basis, if you are not in check with Him and making sure your life is sanctified, asking Him to reveal the sins that are indwelling or something has become habitual and praying for strength to let go and change, that sanctification process, if it is not going on in our lives, it's both you and me. We could be there as Solomon as easily. Let's go to one more. I'm. It's in Acts 4, towards end of the chapter. It talks about all the believers sharing their possessions with each other. It says that all the believers were one in heart and mind. This is just the believers. I'm not talking about like people who didn't believe and was walking by or something. This is addressed just this is just for the believers. This people I'm going to talk about are the ones who actually proclaim Lord Jesus. It says that no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything that they had. And the Apostles are testifying to the resurrection of Lord Jesus and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. So from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them and brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet. It was distributed to anyone who had need, right? So this is the context. And here, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, 
whom the apostles called Barnabas, he sold something, a field he owned and brought the money and gave it to them. And then came this couple, right, Ananya Sapira. And they also sold, but they did all sorts of not so nice things. It says that with his wife's full knowledge, they conspired as a couple. He kept back a part of the money for himself and brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. He could have easily told them, right? Hey, integrity again. This is the money I sold it for. Can I have this? I need this. It didn't happen. He and his wife decided to keep something apart and then you see what they say. Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you receive for the land? So this is probably not like the first and only time to happen. Like look at the words here that Peter is using to describe Ananias. How is it that Satan has so filled your heart? And this is about a believer. And it says you have lied to the Holy Spirit. And that we could do too. Sometimes we lie to ourselves. How much of a stretch is it to lie to the Holy Spirit do you think? They kept a portion because to me that indicates a lack of trust, a lack of faith and a little bit of covetousness. And Peter is saying, didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied to just human beings but to God. They didn't have to sell it. If they didn't want to give the money, they did not have to sell it. Nobody told them, go sell it, bring the money. If we, As I read before in chapter 4 towards the end, they did it out of their free will. This couple did not have to sell it. But they wanted the name, but then they also wanted them to keep the money. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And then guess what? The wife comes later in and lies again. And what Peter says is, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? As a believer, do you not know who Lord is, who the Holy Spirit is and the power and like, you know, the miracles has been going on. And they conspired as a couple to lie. And they both died. What I'm going to say is, we might also be believers, but doesn't mean we don't have the capability to lie. If we allow Satan to fill our heart, like Ananias did, we would also easily do that. So lying to the Holy Spirit, lying to God is such a huge sin. And do we not remember the biggest example of all? Peter, the guy who was with Jesus throughout the journey, learning from him and protecting him with the sword and cutting off Malchus's ears. That Peter, guess what he did? Betrayed Jesus like that in a second when it came to see about that he thought he might be also persecuted or like you know he was being called out for being his disciple he betrayed Jesus in a heartbeat do you not think that could happen to us but yes we have a gracious God who forgives and gives second chances but until and unless we are in regular communion with him 
reading the word of god in prayer and allowing ourselves like opening up to god so that he can sanctify us if not solomon the guy whom god appeared to twice who pleased god fellowe believers when they didn't have to sell the land they did and they lied about it and peter who betrayed christ who was his disciple in the inner circle we could easily be these characters so be cautious i am so glad we are in the era of grace we could always follow his feet so when we do make a mistake and betray or sometimes fall away just like peter did go back to him when he convicts you just like david did go back to him when he convicts you i'll talk to you guys next week bye